Welcome to the Word of Christ, sermons from Pastor Sean Denzer, pastor of Trinity Lutheran Church in Great Bend, North Dakota, and Peace Lutheran Church in Barney, North Dakota. The beginning of the Holy Gospel according to St. John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through Him. He was not the light but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Throughout Advent, we considered four great words, imperative commands. To God, we said, come and save us. And to each other, we said, behold and rejoice. We sang Hosanna as a new church year began with our humble King riding to His cross. Behold. The Lord who came in the flesh will return in that flesh and in glory soon. Rejoice, for though Christ is hidden from our sight, He Himself is still present with us by His Word and in His sacrament. And just two days ago we sang, Come, O come, Emmanuel, as our patience for this Christmas feast was wearing thin. Now what verb then belongs to this day? What action word shall we use to beseech our Lord on this high festival? Or with what call shall we encourage and exhort one another to action this Christmas day? Well, dear saints, none. No, today is quite different there is no command that must be given, no request that must be made of you or of God. There is no doing to be done. There are no prayers that must be uttered. There is no sight to see. You have come to the day itself, dear saints, dear children of God, the closest and the tightest of the church's family. You've come to the very heart of Christmas. 
And thus, there is nothing left to do at all, except maybe what Mary did upon beholding the Lord come to save with all of its rejoicing that attended it. That is what we heard last night. Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. I would bid you to ponder today and to contemplate the Incarnation, but what St. John sets before us in our profound Gospel is truly beyond all contemplation. It is a mystery beyond all understanding, and nevertheless, it is disclosed, disclosed to you. Today is not a day of verbs. Today is a day of nouns, two of them, God and man. And only one verb even can be put between them now, and that is the verb is. Our God is a man. The Word, that eternal Word which was with God and was God, has become flesh. The infant born in Bethlehem, the man Christ Jesus, is not like God, is not similar to God, is not the crowning creation of God. The only statement that is true is that He is God. Jesus Christ it is of Sabaoth, Lord, and there's no other God. If you speak another language, then you know that even this is itself is usually unnecessary. We don't always bother either to say Jesus is the Christ. No, we simply say Christ Jesus. He is the God-man. The verb must fall away for the point is that this baby sleeping on Mary's breast is himself the I am. He who was and who is and who is to come has become flesh and a man for you. Verbs then give way at today's tremendous theological fact, the Incarnation. How marvelous it would be if along with all of the other gifts that we receive, all of the blessings of this service today, we might also be privileged to confess the Athanasian Creed together. I'll have to say it for us. Because it is necessary for everlasting salvation that one faithfully believe the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ. The right faith is that our Lord Jesus Christ the Son of God, is at the same time both God and man. He is God, begotten from the substance of His Father before all ages. And He is man, born from the substance of His mother in this age. Perfect God and perfect man, composed of a rational soul and human flesh, equal with God with respect to His divinity less than the Father with respect to His humanity. Although He is God and man, He is not two, but one Christ. One, however, not by the conversion of the divinity into flesh, but by the assumption of the humanity into God. One, altogether, not by confusion of substance, but by unity of person. This is the Catholic faith. 
Whoever does not believe it faithfully and firmly cannot be saved. Well, even if we don't get to confess these marvelous, poetic, and profound statements together, oh well, we still have Christmas carols which confess the very same truths. Highest, most holy, light of light, eternal, Son of the Father, now in flesh appearing, yea, Lord, we greet Thee. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing, O come, let us adore Him. And you dare not adore or worship anyone or anything except God. And yet, now, all of the world must bow the knee and the heart toward human flesh. We must prostrate ourselves on the ground toward a newborn baby, as we will see in a week or two that the Magi themselves did. The life without whom nothing was made. The true light which enlightens the world and the Word that is full of grace and truth is this human boy. Now You may not think that you like theology, especially all of this deep and heady truth of the creeds, words that have more than three syllables like incarnation. But I'm telling you, you do. You really do. Because you love this day. You love Christmas. And what you love about Christmas is finally not the food, not the sweets, not the family at home, not the presents under the tree or the time off. You love the simple confession and the most profound sentence from the Bible. The one that you get to hear today alone. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The only Son from the Father full of grace and truth. You love that your God is a man. Because if He is a man, then He is for you, men. Because if those two little words, God and man, which no one would possibly expect to be found together with nothing separating them at all, if God and man are one Christ, well, the consequences of that fact are endless. Nouns and verbs galore pour forth from this single fact, the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ. Think about the other ones we've heard today to start. To all who receive Him, who believe in the God-man's name, He gives the right to become children of God, born of God. He saved us. Not by works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that, having been justified by His grace, we are heirs according to the hope of eternal life. The incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ makes His righteous life and His atoning death in your place possible. It makes His triumph over the grave sure. It makes your salvation and your eternal life certain. A Merry Christmas yields also a Good Friday and a Blessed Easter. An incarnate God means a God who is able to sympathize with you in your weaknesses. 
and a God who is near in suffering and sorrow, a God who is an advocate for us, one of us, with flesh and blood, and yet standing in the divine counsel of the Holy Trinity. With God's own Son as your flesh and blood brother, that means that God is your Father. And no result of the incarnation is more treasured for you, dear Christians, at least on this side of glory, than that our flesh and blood God wills to give His divine flesh and blood to eat and to drink for the forgiveness of your sins. Therefore, dearly beloved children of the Father and brothers of the God-man Jesus Christ, behold and rejoice that your Lord is come to save now. Every prayer finds its answer in this. Your God is born a man, mortal for mortals, under the law, to redeem those under the law. Every promise is yes and amen in the Word made flesh. This child, though weak in infancy, our confidence and joy will be, the power of Satan breaking, and our peace with God now making. Hail the God-man, Jesus Christ. O come, let us adore Him. Merry Christmas, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening to The Word of Christ. You can find more sermons at verbachristi.blogspot.com and if you have need to contact Pastor Denzer, you can email him at pastor at denzer.org. That's P-A-S-T-O-R at D-A-E-N-Z-E-R dot O-R-G. Let the word of Christ dwell richly in you. Amen. <laughs>